Mean O'Lion Media presents the Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Kevin Waits again. I'd like to welcome you to a new episode of Safe Conversation with Kevin Waits, where we sit around and we talk. We unpack our bags and we talk about serious issues uh, that impact us all. And we do this with the hope that we'll find some way to move forward together. Because as humanity, the only way we can all truly move forward is if we do it together. So, you know, first and foremost, I'd like to uh, thank all of my my uh, listeners from across the country and other countries that actually take the time to listen to self-conversations. Like I always say, as long as the listeners keep listening, me and my guests are going to keep talking. And, and, and just because it's called safe conversations doesn't mean we have soft conversations. We really dig deep into everyday issues. And so this week, uh, I just want to take the opportunity to talk about a topic that is near and dear to me, a topic that sometimes is taken for granted. And that topic is approachability in leadership. Yep, you heard it right. Being approachable in leadership. Like I said, sometimes it's taken for granted. You know, uh, I, I, you know, I am a leader that believes in higher education. You know, I, 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 I love to see leaders go after that. PhD. I love to see leaders go after that MBA or that master's degree or multiple master's degree. It that's great. That's that is awesome it, because I believe we should all be uh, lifelong learners. And I myself am looking for a uh, MBA or master's uh, degree program to get into to further my education. But I think sometimes we take for granted some of the soft skills that we need in order to be impactful and effective leaders. And, and, and one of the most, I believe, is just being approachable as a leader, just being approachable. Uh, now, before we get too deep in this conversation, I'm going to do what I always do. And I'm going to ask you, as you listen, don't think, no, nah, I've, been, I've been doing this for a long time. I don't need to listen to Kevin. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I know how to lead. And, and I just encourage you that, again, lifelong learners is what we should be. None of us have it all figured out. We're still on this journey together. So I encourage you tonight, this evening, this morning, whenever you listen to this podcast, this particular episode, just like many others, have an open mind. Uh, the second thing is just be transparent with yourself, right? Because you are the one person more so than anyone else in the world that you need to look in the mirror and be able to tell the truth to, okay? Take your mask off for a little while. Let's just talk right? Hear me out. So I believe that if, if you, as well as me, as I have this conversation um, and, and, and present it to you, if we all have open minds, if we all are transparent and I take my mask off and it allows you to be vulnerable and take yours off as well, I believe our conversation will be, this conversation will be productive. So when we talk about approachability, approachability is defined as capable of being approached, open, and accessible to people, easy to meet with and, and deal with, right? You're, the people that you're called to lead must find you easy to talk to, and they shouldn't be afraid of you, right? Think about it. Respect versus fear. How do you want your people to see you? And it's not just about the workplace. It's, it, it could be in your community. It can be in your own home. It can be in a relationship. Respect versus fear, Ask yourself, how do I want people, the people that I'm called to lead, do I want them to respect me or do I want them to fear me? 
you got to answer that question for yourself, but it's an important question to look in the mirror and ask yourself. Being approachable comes down to the perceptions of others. We can think as leaders that we are approachable all day, every day, and just because our door is open means, hey, come on in. But it goes beyond that. It takes a little bit more because the reputation of a leader is established on their interactions with other people. You heard what I said? Your reputation as a leader will be established on your interactions with others. And so one of the first things we have to do as leaders, as we work on that soft skill of being more approachable, is fix our face. You got to fix your face. You got to fix your face. You walk around, you know, I've done it. We walk around every day all frowned up, wrinkles all in our head, looking mad, you know, because we got a lot on our plate, right? The buck stops with us, right? You could be home in bed sleeping, your people could be working, and you're still held responsible. Tough place to be. I understand it. I've been there. You know, I've, I've been a leader in the military and law enforcement for 24 years. And now uh, in my new career as a, a DEI practitioner, being a leader isn't easy. But if we're going to work on ourselves and, 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 and work on being more approachable, the very first thing we got to do is fix our faces. Look pleasant. Look welcoming. Look like you know, you you want to be bothered, right? Instead of, hey, don't bother me. I ain't got time for you. Okay? We have to fix our faces. Uh, because when we don't, we 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 end up in a situation um, that I call M-I-L, missing in leadership. Not M-I-A, missing in action, but M-I-L, missing in leadership. Sometimes if we don't fix our face, if I know that you already having a bad day, you're my leader, you all frowned up, you walk around looking mad, and I got something on my mind that I really need to talk to you about, I got to decide whether or not I want to make you potentially make your day worse than it already is based on what I see, based on your face, based on your demeanor. So remember, as leaders, if we want to work on fixing our, our, our approachability and, 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 and creating a space uh, where we're really, really approachable, one of the first things we got to do is fix our faces. Because there's a song I remember back in the day, uh, the song was the lyrics say, is written all over your face. You don't have to say a word, right? Remember that as leaders, it is written all over your face. You don't have to say a word. So if you're listening, it doesn't matter if you are a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. It doesn't matter if you work for local government, state government, federal government. It doesn't matter if you work for a nonprofit for profit. It doesn't matter if you are a crew leader on the third shift at McDonald's. Fix your face because you do not want to go M-I-L, which is missing in leadership. That's one of the first things we got to do. Okay. We got to loosen up a little bit. Sometimes as leaders, like I said earlier, we have a lot on our plates, a lot of responsibility, a lot to get done. And sometimes as a result of that, we are too stiff or too rigid or too stuffy. And we don't understand the impact and the influence that we have. Let me, let me offer this up to you. Everybody's heard a DJ, whether it's been on the radio, whether it's been at a wedding, whether it's been, you know, at a social club, it, we've all heard a DJ play music and a DJ can play a song 
that'll make you laugh, make you reminisce about something funny back in the day. A DJ can play a song that can make you sad, make you think about a loved one that you lost. So just make you think about a sad time or a dark place in your life. A DJ can potentially play a song that can make you angry. Now think about this. That is a lot of power for a DJ to have, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. That is a lot of power for a DJ to have. Magnify your power as a leader times 10. If a DJ can just play music and, and, and take us on an emotional roller coaster, think about the impact that you have on the people that you're called to lead every day. You have the potential and the power to make them sad, make them angry, make them happy. You know what I'm saying? If a DJ can do it, magnify your influence on the people you're called to lead by 10. So if we're going to be approachable, we can't be too stiff. We can't be too rigid. We can't be too stuffy, even though our bags are a little bit heavier than everybody else's. You were called into this leadership thing. It's not by chance. You prepared for it, you were called. And so you were built to carry a little extra and be able to lead at the same time, okay? But let's work on this approachability thing and we gotta, in addition to fixing our faces, we gotta loosen up just a little bit. I remember walking into a meeting several years ago, I was the chief and uh, and I knew it was gonna be tension. I knew it was gonna be drama. I knew the egos were strong and strong personalities are going to be sitting at the table. So I was the last person in the room on purpose, right? I get there, there's about 12 or 13 other people I'm meeting with. And I said, hey, if there's any negative energy in this room, in this space, I wanted to get the hell out right now. And one, one person looked at me like, really? Somebody else started laughing. Somebody else just had this blank look on their face, but... I loosened up, I loosened things up a little bit, right? And as a result of that, the negative energy, the attitudes, the egos, I disarmed it by what I said. I disarmed it just that quick. And we went on to have one of the best meetings that we had up until that point. But listen, I'm telling you, just like a DJ got to switch records up, we have to switch it up sometimes and loosen up, okay? We got to loosen up. So, a checklist of behaviors is what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about real quick some inclusive behaviors that should be reinforced, that you should do, that you should encourage leaders within your organization all around you to do and continue to do. So um, number one, go out of your way to make others feel welcome. May sound simple, but you got to be intentional about it. Go out of your way to make others feel welcome. Now, when I say others, I mean everybody. Everybody within that, that you're called to lead. You can't make some people feel welcome and others feel, you know, not feel welcome. So you have to be intentional. As a leader, you have to go out of your way to make others and everybody, everybody around you feel welcome. That is contagious, okay? That is your responsibility to set that tone as a leader, and it takes you being intentional. Number two, be critical of assumptions uh, when drawing conclusions about each other, okay? When someone draws a conclusion about somebody else, you have to be the person to say, whoa, hold on now, let's walk this thing out. 
Let's not make assumptions. Let's not just fill in the blanks and lean in on our biases. Let's back up. Let's walk this thing out and make sure that we're not, you know, assuming the wrong thing. Let's talk about it. Let's talk this thing through. Be critical as a leader. Be critical of assumptions when drawing conclusions about each other and other people. All right. Have a willingness to help each other. You set the tone. Not a willingness just to help a couple of people or, or people you may play golf with or people you may have relationships with away from work. You are a leader. People are looking at you for leadership. You have to be willing to help everyone. Go out of your way. Be intentional about helping everyone. All right. Next, resolve conflict effectively by uncovering opposing and alternate views. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Resolve conflict by effectively uncovering opposing and alternative views. I'm going to say it a different way. There's two and three sides to every story. Okay, my, my grandparents used to say, your side, my side, and somewhere it, it, it's in the truth, but everybody has their own perspectives. And so in unco uncovering the truth, you have to look at alternate views. We can both be right, right? I'm, I'm, we're looking at the number, uh, you know, six, and I may see six and you may see nine. Who's wrong? Neither one of us are wrong, but we have different views. And so as a leader, if you're going to be inclusive and, 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 and use that type of behavior to make things better for everyone, you have to walk it out. You have to look at everyone's view, get all of the information and then make a final decision. Leaders show genuine concern for team members. I'll be the first to tell you that back in the day, I was like, look, come to work, do your job. I don't want to hear no drama. I don't want to hear about your kids. I don't want to hear about your wife. I, I don't, don't bring it to work. Come to work and do your job. I was a very young leader who didn't know any better, right? We are human beings. We can't shut things off and shut things off. We can't do that. So there's really, your life is your life right? You can't, it's hard to separate what's going on in your personal life from work. You are still human. You still come to work with a headache. You still come to work with, with whatever baggage you got going on. So be concerned. Ask your people how, how they're doing. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How's your family? What are your kids up to? Show a genuine concern for your team members. This all has to do with being inclusive and being approachable as a leader. Work together to arrive at decisions that everybody can accept. Right, listen, not everybody's going to be happy all the time. We all know that, right? And I, I think sometimes as leaders, we sometimes we try to make everybody happy. It's not possible, right? Get as close to that as you can. But in a lot of cases, it's everybody's not always going to be happy. And if we focus so much on trying to make everybody happy and not tell people the truth when they're wrong, we kind of sabotage the whole thing, okay? So work together, like I said, to arrive at decisions that everybody can accept, knowing that everybody's not gonna always be happy. And finally, make an extra effort to understand problems faced by others. Make an extra effort Okay, in other words, go out of your way to understand problems faced by others. And simply put, have empathy. Have some empathy, not sympathy, 
Don't feel sorry for people, but try to understand from their perspective what they are going through. And the truth is, as leaders or as anybody, just humans in, in, in general, we are not always going to hit the nail on the head when it comes to empathy. Right. We're not always going to figure it out or be able to feel or understand problems that are faced by others. But the key, the key to having empathy and understand those problems or trying to is, is the attempt. If if you come to me and you say, Kevin, uh, you know what? I know you were born in Harlem. I, I know your childhood might have been kind of tough. I'm trying to understand it. I come from a different place. I can't really relate. Tell me more. I want to understand. To me, that's empathy. And we can build trust together. We can build an allyship together. We can we can really build on that because I know you have a general, a genuine concern and you're trying to understand where I come from. Okay. So those are just some inclusive behaviors that should be reinforced as leaders, some things that we could really work on uh, to, to make us more approachable. Okay. On the flip side, I want to talk about some non-inclusive behaviors that should be discouraged, okay? Number one, behaving in a way that would make someone feel excluded or marginalized, right? Behaving in a way that would make someone feel small, uh, make them feel like they don't have any value or they are not a part of the team or the family. Actively discourage those type of behaviors and don't you act that way as a leader, okay? You, you, we have to be intentional about including people and being more approachable, all right? Number two, downplaying the value of others' contributions. That's all, that's happened to all of us. And it's not a good feeling when you know you brought something to the table and it's being glazed over or somebody's kind of dismissing it. Don't do it, don't do it. Don't withhold information from others that you know would benefit them. If you're listening, have you done it before? I know I have. I'm going to say it again. Withholding information from others you know would benefit them. And that's a whole nother topic of self-deception in itself. That's just a whole nother topic away from uh, approachability about self. You are If you have information that you know would help somebody else and you don't give it up, you're deceiving yourself because you are not being potentially the best you can be. Okay. Do not withhold information from people that you know would help them or benefit them. As a leader, it's up to you to set the tone because if you do it, the people you lead are going to do it within the unit, within the team. And eventually you're going to have chaos on your hands, right? You ever heard the term, hey, you created this monster. Now you got to deal with it. I'm telling you, if you as a leader withhold information from other people that you know would benefit them, that is contagious and it will happen under your span of control and you will have chaos. All right. Next thing is interrupting or cutting others off while they are speaking. Man, that's a big one, right? It happens every day. It happens every day. Most cases, most times, uh, if, if you if you read the statistics, it happens more to women and minorities. Don't interrupt or cut others off while they're speaking. Even if you disagree with what they say, even if they made a mistake in what they were saying, let people finish their thought. 
let them finish their thought. This is a behavior that is is non-inclusive. You're telling you're telling somebody when you cut them off what you're saying isn't important. So don't do it. Don't interrupt or cut other people off when they're speaking. Okay. Next, don't belittle someone's ideas in front of others. Don't make fun, make light of, glaze over, disrespect, devalue, or belittle someone's ideas in front of others. You shouldn't do it, not even just, you shouldn't do it one-on-one, right? Everybody brings something to the table and you want to con you want them to continue bringing something to the table. I've always, during my career, I've always had an opportunity to be either on a leadership team or close to it. And I've had a voice. I felt like I had a voice. And having a voice doesn't mean that everything always goes your way or every idea you bring to the table is used. Sometimes it's, hey, Kevin, you know what? Hey, I, I respect that. I appreciate that. Thank you for that. But we're going to go this direction. And that's fine because I've had an opportunity to speak my piece without it being my idea being belittled. Do not belittle people's ideas in front of others or even one-on-one. -on -one. Build them up. Uh, don't be condescending or demanding, demeaning towards others. Don't be condescending or demeaning towards others, okay? Be nice. Don't fail to acknowledge or show interest in ideas or opinions of others. Listen. Listening is an art, you know what I'm saying? And we can't listen to, don't listen to react, listen to understand to get a better understanding of people. So those are just some uh, non-inclusive behaviors, that, that should be discouraged. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about approachability and being more approachable. So keep this in mind. As we have this conversation about approachability, keep this in mind. I'm gonna read you a quote and then I'm gonna tell you who said it. So the quote is, leadership is solving problems. The day soldiers stop bringing you their problems is the day you have stopped leading them. They have either lost confidence that you could help or concluded you don't care. Either case is a failure of leadership. General Colin Powell said that. I'm going to read it again. Leadership is solving problems. The day soldiers stop bringing you to their problems is the day you have stopped leading them. They have either lost confidence that you could help or concluded you don't care. Either case is a failure of leadership. I'm here to tell you, leaders, that if you don't hear any drama, any grumbling, or anything negative, none of the time, don't fall asleep on that. Don't go to sleep on that because that is not a good thing. Colin Powell basically said, and I'll paraphrase it, when your people stop coming to you with their issues and concerns and complaining, it ain't because everything's all good. It's because they don't believe that you can help them or they believe you don't care. I'm telling you, pay attention to this. Pay attention to this. General Colin Powell said it and it is so true. Just because everything is quiet doesn't mean everything is good, okay? We gotta stay locked in, tuned in, and we gotta be able to, to gauge the pulse of the people that we're called to lead. Because there is too much at stake. As leaders, we set the tone. We serve as change agents, right? And we are called to create an environment in which the teams that we lead occupy, right? 
We create that environment. We set the tone for that environment. It doesn't matter if you wake up with a headache, right? It doesn't matter if you and your spouse had an argument or you're disagreeing. It doesn't matter if your kids are acting out, your neighbor's dog barked all night. You can't allow your people to see or experience or see you experiencing a bad day. Yes, I know you're thinking, Kevin, I'm a leader and I'm human. I'm going to have a bad day. You are. You are absolutely going to have a bad day, but you still got to lead. And you can't let those, those outside things impact the way you lead your people, right? And so I often say, no bad days for leaders. There's too much at stake. We can't afford that. Knowing that we are human and technically we do. But when again, when it comes to leading our people, we cannot have bad days. Now, I didn't always think that way, but something happened to me several years ago. Um, one weekend, uh, I had an officer call me and they said, uh, and I was surprised by the call because there were some layers in between me uh, and where I was in my career and in my time. There were some layers. There's probably three or four other people that this officer could have called, but this officer called me, one of my employees. And they said, hey, uh, I need your help with something. I said, okay. And they said, I'm really struggling with a situation. I'm really, really struggling with a situation. And and I don't know what else to do. I don't know where else to turn. Um, and I need your help. And I said, okay. You know, there was a uh, protocol in place. Um, many, many, many different agencies and organizations have uh, resources set aside to help employees when they when they're struggling. So we were no different. Uh, I got this employee in touch with who they needed to get in touch with, and they got the help and in these in the, in the resources um, that they needed. You know what I'm saying? So that was that. A couple of months went by. Um, also came out to work better than before, better than before. Got what they needed. Everything was good. And so a couple of months went by and. I got a phone call from the same officer. It was like a, a weekend. It was on a weekend again. And, and I remember looking at my phone and I was like, oh, hell, I just the human in me made me think, uh, you know, something negative or uh, we, we, we stepped back into the situation we were in before. And, you know, so I, I was just kind of hesitant. But I answered and I said, hey, how's it going? They said, hey, things are great. Things are things are better than great. And I said, oh, I am really Happy to hear that. They said, hey, I just wanted to call in. Thank you for what you did for me. I said, well, I didn't really do anything. And they said, yeah, yeah, you did. You did. They said, you didn't know, but the day I called you, I was prepared to take my life. If you didn't answer the phone, um, I was going to take my life. When I got you on the phone, if you didn't give me the answers that I needed or get me the help I needed, I was going to take my life. And so, no, you know, no, you didn't just do your job. You you saved my life. And I wanted to call and tell you, thank you. And I'm telling you, I was all choked up. You know, I couldn't say anything. And, you know, that also went on to say that, you know what? Honestly, the only reason that I even bothered to reach out and call you was you never seem like you're having a bad day. You're always approachable. I know I can always talk to you. Your door is not just open, but you're open. And the only reason I even bothered to call you was because you never seem like you're having a bad day. 
And I'm telling you, that experience changed me. There's, there's nothing more uh, powerful than a changed mind. I told you back in the day, I was like, hey, come to work, do your job. I don't want to hear all that stuff. I don't want to hear that extra stuff. Come to work, go home, you know. But because this officer saw me as open and approachable, it made a difference. Because had they not reached out to me, it could have very well been a, been a tragedy. And so you have to understand that sometimes being approachable as a leader can be a matter of life and death. And this whole experience, again, it changed me. Keep that in mind. There's no bad days for leaders. Yes, we're human. And yes, technically we do. But I'm telling you, when it comes to leading other people, they still need us. Okay. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the difference between sight and vision, right? There's many, many, many twists and turns and peaks and valleys in this whole approachability and leadership thing, right? Many intangibles that go, go along with leadership. Too many to list, but having discernment, right? Your gut, your feeling, something doesn't feel right is critical to what you're doing. And it goes hand in hand with your approachability. It's important for leaders to understand the difference between sight and vision. Sight is what we see right in front of us, right? As far as we can see. In terms of leadership, sight is your awareness of everything around you, right? Vision is the thing that lives within the future, right? And, and is what leaders need to help everyone around them see in order to move forward. You got to see, you got to help people see the vision, right? The leader has the vision. And, and a lot of times leaders struggle to articulate the vision or help people see the vision. But if people are going to buy in to your vision, they are going, you're going to have, as a leader, you're going to have to help them see it. Okay. Initially vision is kind of like faith because it requires us to believe in things that we can't see. Say that again. Vision is kind of like faith because it requires us to believe in things that we can't see yet. Sight satisfies our now, and vision gives us hope for the future, okay? Sight satisfies our now, and vision gives us hope for the future. So you can never, ever lose sight, right, of your vision. And you got to always help your people. You got to always help your people see the vision in order for them to buy in. Don't forget that your, your people are your greatest resource. It's not equipment. It's not nuts and bolts. It's not, you know, uh, toys or gadgets or, or widgets. It's people. And leaders must recognize and acknowledge that none of us get anything done by ourselves. We have, we have teammates. None of us can get it done on ourselves. Uh, we have to have compassion for the people that we lead and always remember to build them up instead of beating them down. Like I said earlier, what do you want? Do you want your people to respect you or do you want them to fear you? Okay, don't forget about that. So I'm gonna talk about five ways to be more approachable. Always manage your reactions and emotions. Don't fly off. Don't say, why, why in the hell did you do that? Don't fly off. Always manage your reactions and emotions as best you can. I know we're, 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 we're human. Nobody wants to be surprised. And I'm not just talking about 
work leadership, I'm talking about in your personal life as well. Always manage your reactions and emotions. Don't stay in your office and wait. Go, go, go talk to the people. Don't sit in your in your office with your door open. Go out and talk to the people. Everyone doesn't have enough courage to get up and walk in your office. Remember that. Some people you have to you have to engage. Some people are right there on the edge. And all they're waiting on is a leader to say, hey, what's up? You all right? What's going What's good? What's going on? Get up out of your office. Go walk around and talk to these folks. Don't be preoccupied and distracted. When people come in the office to talk to you, don't say, hey, you know, what you need and and and, and play with your phone or, or continue to type on your on your keyboard or look out the window. Stop what you're doing. Give people your undivided attention. Don't be preoccupied and distracted. Don't be judgmental. Listen, don't be judgmental. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's different. Everybody's got a different perspective. Everybody's going to handle situations different. Don't be judgmental. And most importantly, be a good listener. Be a good listener. Again, don't listen to react. Listen to understand. And like I said, those are just five ways to be more approachable. Uh, your reaction is key, right? And it's, I'm telling you, it's not the stress as leaders in, in, in terms of being approachable. It's not the stress that kills us. It's our reaction to it. I'm telling you, we have to manage, we have to condition ourselves to manage our reactions to different situations, right? So a few things I want you to remember. Leadership can be a matter of life and death. We talked about that. Always be approachable and make yourself available to those you are called to lead. Remember, don't go MIL, right? What does MIL stand for? Missing in leadership. Not missing in action, but missing it. You don't want to be missing when your people need you the most. Don't go MIL, okay? Leading off site alone is easy. When everybody can see, the challenge comes when, when you ask people to buy into a vision they can't see. That's when the challenge comes. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Leading off of sight alone is easy when everybody can see, when it's all good. We got a sunny day. But when all hell starts breaking loose and it's, it's, it's raining and hailing and storming and the wind's blowing, it's harder to get people to buy into your vision. Okay, do the hard work ahead of time. Don't wait until chaos comes and, 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 and times of crisis come to try to get people and help people to see your vision. Number three, when all else fails, just lead. Don't forget that you were called to lead, just like a preacher, a teacher, a doctor. You have everything in your toolbox that you need to get it done. Okay? So believe in your leadership. And again, when all else fails, just lead. Because at the end of the day, that is what people really want. So real quick, I'm just going to mention the word legacy to you. And, and when you hear the word legacy, you know, what comes to mind, right? The, the, the long lasting impact of events, actions, right? Something that took place or, you know, what you pass on from person to person, what you leave for your family, you leave a legacy. I want you to understand that as a leader, and, and, and we're still talking about, we're finishing up, we're close. We're still talking about approachability. As a leader, understand that every person that you lead, everybody you come in contact with, if you're in the service industry, everybody you serve, you leave a legacy with them. 
Now, you may serve so many people, you may lead so many people, you may not remember everyone, but I promise you, they will remember you. You leave a legacy with everybody you come in contact with. And so I encourage you that, that as you go about your business, as you work on being more approachable, you leave a legacy with people that you can be proud of. Okay? Just wanted to mention that word legacy to you. And at the end of the day, shout out to my good friend, Mayor Brenda Bethune, uh, mayor of the city of Myrtle Beach. She gave me some advice one time and she says, Kevin, I came up with something that I call leading with heart. And so I, I, I'm sharing it. I'm not, I'm not taking credit for it. It came from the Honorable Mayor Brenda Bethune. She says, lead with heart, right? The H stands for humble in humility. Be humble as a leader. You don't have to walk in the room beating on your chest and telling everybody what your title is, right? Everybody already knows. Be humble, right? Number two, the E. The E stands for empathy. We talked about empathy earlier, right? Do the best you can to try to put yourself in someone else's position, right? Or, or, or the term is, hey, where are my shoes for a mile? Well, the truth is your shoes may be too big or too small. I may not, they may not fit, but make the effort. Empathy is about making the effort to, that you can take and build onto and you can build trust. The A stands for approachable. That's what we've been talking about for the past minute. You know what I'm saying? Be approachable. Work on your approachability. Really, really lean in and, and ask yourself the tough questions. Am I, uh, am I really approachable? You know what I'm saying? Am I really approachable? The R stands for relational. Build relationships. Okay? Build relationships with the people you lead. Build relationships with the communities you serve. Build relationships in your church. and it, Because I'm telling you, uh, uh, those relationships will pay off when crisis comes. When all hell is breaking loose and crisis comes, the relationships you build ahead of time will allow you to be able to sit at the table, even when things are tough. It will allow you to stay at the table until you resolve the issue. So work on being relation, relational and build, uh, build those relationships. And the T stands for team player. Again, none of us can get it done on our own. We, we need a team that we're a part of and that we lead. We have to be team players. So again, leading with heart. The H is for humble. The E is for empathy. The A is for approachable. The R is for relationship, relational. And the T is for be a team player. Okay? And so again, I can't stress to you enough how important approachability is. I cannot stress to you enough how important it is and how much as leaders sometimes we miss the mark because we focus on X's and O's and, and, and what we know and what we can do in our abilities, but we don't focus on those soft skills that we really need um, to, to really be effective and impactful uh, as leaders. So that's it for this night. I hope I said something um, that will resonate with you. I hope that if you're a leader and you listen to this and you know other leaders who, who this could benefit, share it with them. Share it with them. You can find out uh, more about what I do. Uh, you can go to my website, which is www dot uh, kevinwaste.com is spelled k-e-l-v-i-n-w-a-i-t-e-s 
go to my website, check me out. Or you can continue to listen right here uh, as we continue to have conversations on Safe Conversation. I thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Peace. The Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast is hosted and produced by Kevin Waits. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcasts. Find Kevin Waits on Facebook at Kevin Waits and join the Safe Conversations group. Follow the Mino Line Media Podcast Network on IG at Mino Line Media. Get the Mino Line Media app in the App Store or Google Play. The Safe Conversations with Kevin Waits Podcast is a Mean Old Line Media production.